You are listening to episode 79 of the Playing Flow podcast with Rita Hyland. Right now, there is something waiting for you to birth, to build, and create. It's the reason you're here on this planet at this time in the unique position you're in. And it's something only you can do because of your unique experience and your one-of-a-kind voice. You know what I'm talking about, right? Maybe it's been nudging you for some time. Here's the thing. What you want, your next goal or aspiration is going to require you to break the rules. What you must know is following your current rules will keep you from the future you're meant to move toward, even if that rule has worked for you for some time. Today, I'm going to share some of the most common old world rules that you must break if you don't want to get stuck, how you can break them with my ABC old school rule crushing method, and perhaps most importantly, how you can identify the specific rule right now that's keeping you from moving forward into your bright future. Let's begin. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. I was talking to a business owner recently. He had sought my services because he was having trouble with work-life balance. He was overextended, over-interrupted, over-distracted, over-irritated, and his family life had become disturbed. And he was being notified that he was that things weren't going as well as he thought. And as we talked, I noticed his frustration that he had people who were needy, uh, person on the front lines reporting to him who wasn't able to close deals or complete things to the end. Others who were asking him to do more, but rarely supporting. And he felt like he was being all things to all people. He'd been asked recently at home to be doing more, but didn't felt like he was getting it that way. And so he's feeling quite isolated and irritable. And I asked him what he wanted And he said specifically that he wanted more time. He believed he just didn't have enough time. He wanted more time to do what he wanted to do. And throughout our conversation, he exposed a lot of different things. But one thing he, he had recalled was a time at his first job when he was traveling the country, and he said he hit 244 colleges in one year to deliver the service that he was selling. And he made, I think he said, 17,000 that year. And he said that it was the most amazing time of his life and that he would love to go back to it at times. And I asked, what was the feeling that really is calling him? And he said that was freedom. He wanted to feel that feeling again. So as we asked more questions and talked more, 
I did something, and this is what I'm good at, which is being able to pull back through the stories, through the symptoms, the stuff that shows up as the external byproduct of what really is underneath or the root, the root of the patterns of that I see. We all need a proper diagnosis when there are things that aren't working. And, and that's probably the hardest part. Once we have a diagnosis, we all know, then we know how to go treat it. But too often we're working on symptoms and that's like trying to heal a, a little spot that we see when underneath is growing a, a huge wart, you know? If you don't address the seed or the root of the problem, then it just keeps coming back. So I was doing my surgery and I was looking inside to see what was there. What, and I found the wrench. I found the wrench that we needed to extract. And the wrench to me is the rule, the rules that we make up that are impeding us from moving toward our future. And the specific rule for him that was just underneath the surface was that getting help means weakness. Now, this is a CEO. He has all kinds of logistical help. He has help of all kinds. He's not necessarily afraid of hiring people. He's got had a team of probably, I don't even know the number, but a large staff, very successful company, starting a second company. But with this rule you know, that he accidentally reported or said, and I was able to expose, he was causing stress, billing time, making things more difficult, perfecting things, overextending, overgiving when he didn't need to be because he had a rule that he couldn't get help in easier ways. There's always easier ways. It's not that we're not getting help because we can always justify, I do get help. But the way I knew for certain that this was one of the rules is because when I said it, he started to cry. And that, this is the thing, the truth will make you cry. There's no doubt about it, we'd hit upon it. The only reason that he was sitting with me and had gotten and solicited help from me was because some other entrepreneur he admired told him to call me and that gave him permission to break that rule at that moment. What he realized is that following that rule meant that he would forever continue the loop of isolation and irritation that he was feeling because he wasn't getting help and being supported in all the ways and the most more effortless ways that he could allow. He was irritated with those that would take and that we're willing to do it. We're willing to get this support. And you might be saying, Rita, I don't have that problem with getting help. I hire who I need. I ask for what I want. But What's yours then? I was speaking with a woman yesterday who realizes she floats right always under consistently the million dollar income money mark. She said she recalled when all she wanted to make it at an earlier age was 50,000 and then she hit it and then she couldn't imagine in 100,000 and she broke through that. But this million dollar level was one that she acknowledges as a number that she's made some rules up around. And when I asked her a little bit more, she shared that she was concerned that she had to work harder to hit that success. She was living by the 1920s rule that you have to work harder for success. And she's not alone. There's a lot of people with that old world rule. And it is one that will absolutely keep you stuck. 
Here's a big concept I want you to fully grasp. So listen up. You make the rules for your life. You have choice even when you don't think you do. We can do it hard. We can do it easy. We can say, if I accomplish this, it means I am worthy. And if I don't, then it means I'm not. We can say getting help makes me weak or that getting help is a sign of strength. And getting help is when I thrive. The rules we forget are our own to make up. We do have choice, but we've been so enamored with them. We've been so protective and attached to them for so long that it's like we're sleepwalking. We don't even realize that we have them and that we have also the key to get out of jail when we highlight or illuminate that this made up rule, the wrench underneath the surface of our skin is there and that it's not really the symptoms that are causing the problems in the external world. We actually are creating them by the rules and the imprisonment that we're keeping ourselves in. And I will just say that it can be easy to say, well, that's not me, but I haven't met a person who hasn't suffered from a made-up rule in their life that they weren't aware of. In reference to that second old world rule that success equals hard work, if that were true, as you know, everybody would who worked hard would be successful. And right now, you can stop, think of someone in your life who is successful, who isn't working hard. Rarely also, if you're in a place where something isn't going well, is working harder your answer to it. You know, it's not about crushing something at a harder level that already isn't working. So what do we need to do? We need to break the rules. We need to ask a better question. When we realize that we've made up the rules, we also realize that we can change them. We don't have to be the same person or continue to navigate from the same identities we've carried for forever and a day or that were passed down to us. You don't have to be the hard worker or the martyr or the responsible one. What I'm inviting you to do is to notice what rules, what things you say have to be a certain way. The things that we are most attached to, in fact, the the things that we are so defensive of, you know, well, there's absolutely nobody else in the office that's capable of doing this. They cannot do it at the same level that I do it. There's nobody else I can hand this off to. I have to keep and maintain all the hats I wear. I don't get any support in these areas, or I have these needy people on top of me here. There's never enough time. Those those statements that we tend to defend the most, those are a good place to start, to look at and to identify that they may be a rule that is holding us back. For example, in the case of the man I was just speaking about, he realized that he'd made up the rule that he couldn't get help because that would mean he was weak. And when we went underneath that, that was supporting him constantly being in a productive achievement-based existence because he had another rule that he was as worthy as his last accomplishment. So if he, in other words, if he's not accomplishing, he's not worthy. And so this pyramid of rules were actually there to protect him from ever feeling that he wasn't enough. And we were able to see that like this. And like I said, I know when something is true, 
oftentimes it's it's very easy to spot when a person starts to cry and because crying means you've hit the truth, right? So he was quite emotional and knew that we basically done some fabulous surgery at being able to just dig deep and dig out the root or the seed of the wart so that he could expose these rules and decide if they were worthy of being kept any longer. Even if these rules had supported him on success that he's witnessed today, he realized based upon the level of pain and hurt and irritation and isolation that he was feeling in his current state that they weren't going to be the thing that were going to actually help him move forward into the bright future that he desired to create, which was balanced with a happy family and work life, etc. The reason it's so important to expose the old world rules or any rule that you've made up that's holding you back is the script as it's written, the rules as you have them currently, they have gotten you to where you are today, but they're not going to be the ones that are going to be able to get you the change that you want. Just so that we're clear, I'm going to give you examples of some rules. I'll call them 1920 rules. It's usually how I refer to them. It's a hundred years ago. You would never live with a hundred-year-old computer. They didn't even exist, but you would never use something from a hundred years ago as the most functional and effective way of doing things now. We've all advanced. We know better. So why would we use 1920s rules? But here are some of the ones that keep really great individuals falling short of their greatness and experiencing personal fulfillment and making life-changing impact in their work. The first one we've highlighted, it's really mm, profound and prolific and pervasive, I guess is the word, in leaders today. I see it all the time. And and the problem is, is that they have such a high threshold for pain. They have achieved a lot. They've been influential. They've been high contributors and positive in their world. And so they can withhold a lot of pain and they do it a lot on their own. And then there comes this breaking point. So getting help is not weakness. Getting help is a sign of your strength and self-worth. Those are two different rules. Which rule are you going to hang with? 1920s, traditional leadership suggests that getting help is weakness. Today, welcome to the 21st century, where the aspiring, rising, fulfilled, bold leaders are doing it in a completely different way. I have to work harder for success. Total 1920s, old school way of existing and leading. Instead, Success comes from doing less better. That's the new rule. Success comes from doing less better. We can prove that a million times over. That's what the leaders today do. They know their own zone of genius. They stay in that and they go deep as opposed to casting a wide net. When I accomplish or achieve my goal, I will be happy or successful. That's old school rule. When I achieve, I will feel or be able to be happy. 21st century, bold, fulfilled leaders know that when I am happy, I will achieve my goal. When I am happy first, I will thrive. Old rule, another example, I'm as good or worthy as my last result. That is culture and society's indoctrination of us. And it keeps many people in a very low frequency, vibration, influence level, because they're constantly trying to and are addicted even to an obsession of getting 
something from the outside, the updated, you know, befold, fulfilled leader knows that I'm great just because I exist and starts with a strong foundation. I don't need to prove anything externally to anyone. And from that is a very empowered individual and empowered individuals empower individuals, right? That's what it's, it's, it's about. It's about starting from there first. So these are just a few old school rules. I have actually 10, but I'm not going to give them all to you. I want to give you an example that there are rules that when you continue to follow the 1920s rule that will break you, will stunt you from being able to go to your next iteration of the bright future that you desire. Now, here's how I'm going to help you break the rules easily. They're the ABCs to breaking rules. First, you have to acknowledge your limiting rule. A, acknowledge your limiting rule. The way you do this is ask yourself the question, what rule is keeping you from the future you're meant to move toward? I'll say it again. What rule is keeping you from the future you're meant to move toward? Acknowledge it. How? Be a disruptor. Once you see the questionable rule, say, I'm not living by that rule any longer. It's like the rules, an old boss, a mafia boss. It's like, I, and you're the disruptor. I'm not doing it that way. I'm not doing it old school way. Not doing it after I wait for everyone's permission. I'm not doing it and waiting for everyone to agree. Be a disruptor. That's a B in the ABCs. C is create a new rule. This is the opposing supportive rule. I gave you ex- about six examples before. But if you notice a rule is I have to, you know, do it this way. I have to be responsible. I have to earn money. Be a disruptor. Challenge it and ask a better question. Basically, our life is built on the quality of our questions. You can say and defend and protect and be attached to, I have to be responsible for the family and do it this way. But what if you asked a different question? What if, what if the question is, as a disruptor is, what if I could be responsible and live a life I love or do the work that I enjoy or that makes me feel alive or the reason that I came to this planet? What if it wasn't uh, mutually exclusive that I can make a million dollars and I could enjoy my family life? Ask a better question. Be a disruptor. Just because everybody else has done it in a certain way before doesn't mean that it has to be done that way again. Be a rebel. Contend with something. Challenge something. The surest way to be limited is to remain certain in what you believe. You are destined to be in a land of conformity then, right? When you're attached to to being certain, then you are going to conform not only to your own way of current existence, but also into the land where everyone's doing the same. Create the new rule. This is the opposing supportive one, as I said. Let's review. It's A, acknowledge your limiting rules by asking yourself what rule is keeping you from the future you're meant to move toward. B, be a disruptor. That means once you see the questionable rule, say, I'm not, I'm not living by that rule any longer. Challenge the rule to see if there is a more supportive rule by going to C and creating that new rule. This is the opposing supportive one. You know, I've had people who say, I can't move until this point because of this. Challenge it. Make it if, and if you, if it's a rule, make sure you acknowledge that's a choice I'm making. 
A lot of times we believe that we're confined by rules and we are in a jail when we have the key to get out of jail by choosing to change our rules, challenging them and seeing that they really are as fact-based as we would like to say they are. And the more defensive we are, the more they trigger us to, to defend, the more I know that this is something that's probably made up and that we can we can navigate, we can move, we can mold so that it works for and with us. So you know your call to action. Ask yourself what rules are keeping you from the future you're meant to move toward. Grab the pen and paper and think about the future that you want to create and the rules that you will have in place to support you. These are the thoughts that you have about, about it that won't let you ever reach it. If you can't identify the rules or the reason that you're bumping against or if you're in an upper limit problem and you're not moving forward, then ask for help. You may consider getting yourself your own coach. A strong coach should be able to show you what you cannot see. And when that happens, it's like moving a stick that's stuck in a wild river. Once you knock it off the rock, once you get these rules exposed and highlighted and acknowledged, you will truck down the river at a pace that is much quicker and more easily than you've ever imagined because you have never experienced it based upon the current set of rules that you have imposed. The key is to be open-minded and acknowledge that what you think is your biggest obstacle probably isn't. It's something deeper. We only get one chance at this life. And I'm not going to let rules I have made up keep me from living it to the fullest. That is the surest way for us to veer off of the road to the future that you and I are meant to be moving toward. Be raw, be vulnerable, be open to exposing and doing surgery if you can on your own self. Expose those old world rules. We are in an entirely new and different time. We as humans believe that we have forever, you know, and so much time. And we put things off our purpose, our reason for being here for years. We don't know if we have 10 years or if we have six months. We don't. So choose to grab hold of that reason. Listen to it when it comes, that nudge, that thing that's calling you. And look at any rules that are causing you to have an obstacle today or be irritated or frustrated or are keeping you from the level that you and the reason that you're called to be here. Like I said before, empowered people help empower people. That's our job here is to empower ourselves so that we can support others at a higher level. The world desperately needs what you have to share. Only you have to share. There are parts of you, you could say other people are doing this or they, this isn't needed or I'm not good enough for this. There is someone that you are intended and are called to reach or you wouldn't have had the idea in the first place. I am very excited for you and the future that you're going to create. Let me know how I can support you. In the meantime, get clear on any of your faulty rules that are holding you back. And I will look forward to talking to you in our next podcast. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. 
If you have questions, I'm here to answer them. And they even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 